Welcome to Sunday Sermons from the Williamsburg Community Chapel, brought to you by the Chapel Podcast Network. Let's grab our Bibles and open up to Luke chapter 2, verses 8 through 20, and I'll read verses 13 through 15 for us now, as we prepare to hear from Rich Sylvester as he brings us our Christmas morning meditation. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace among those with whom he is pleased. When the angels went away from them into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let us go over to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has made known to us. With Christmas comes the mixing of all sorts of traditions. When we do pre-marriage counseling, we often talk about different traditions that get merged, and the Christmas season can be a big part of that. Even as I ask this question, we all do this differently. My question is, how do you open your gifts on Christmas morning? There's a lot of different traditions when it comes to opening your gifts on Christmas. First question might be, when do you put your gifts under the tree? Some families start putting the gifts under throughout the season of December. Aunt Sarah mails something to the house and it goes right under the tree while while others keep them in a closet so that all the presents go under Sunday or Christmas morning. Or what time do you wake up for Christmas? How many parents set set a, a time limit this morning and said, you can't wake me up before Six? What were the times? What times did you set as your limits? Seven? Eight? Seven? I'm not trusting you, Finn. Whatever you're going to say, they'll look at seven over here. Yeah, we told our kids eight and they didn't wake up. We had to wake them up. I guess I was more excited for Christmas. Or opening presents. Are you allowed to rip the paper? I grew up in a home where we reused our wrapping paper every year. My mom would iron it each year, and she never used tape. You were not allowed to rip the Christmas wrapping paper. We would get a present, she'd be like, oh, I remember when I was four, I got a present in that paper too. (laughs) I have swung the other direction. I buy three rolls of wrapping paper at Costco, and I say to the kids, rip everything up. Any of you have a no-rip policy in your home? If, oh, wow, that's amazing. <laughs> if my mom's watching online, I don't even know we're doing online. Are we doing online right now? We're not doing online. I'll, I'll tell my mom I mentioned it later. She really did iron her wrapping paper. And how do you open gifts? Is it a free-for-all, everybody at one time? I hear the Simone family, they open the door and you open presents as quickly as you want. Where other families, it's a -a one-at-a-time gift. Come on, how many of you are a -a one-at-a-time gift? All right, how many of you are free-for-all, you just go for it? Wow, see? Traditions colliding. I know that my wife's younger brother, Jesse, they let the kids open all the presents as quickly as they want, and it was less than five minutes for Christmas morning. But as Tommy asked me to consider this passage for this morning's little homily, I kept wondering if we could learn anything about how we open the gift of Christmas. See, I see a lot of chaos and noise and commotion going on. 
There's lots of things happening. Luke keeps using the the verb to hear because there's lots of noise. Kids, think about this story. What are some of the noises that we heard? We hear angels, right? I mean, think how loud that must have been. And I kept wondering, what happened to the sheep when the angels started singing? I wonder if they just stood there like, huh, angels singing, or if they started going, and running through the hills. I just thought there's so much noise. The shepherds, they're making haste. I don't know if the shepherds were worrying about being quiet or not when they busted into that stable. Can you imagine being a young mom that just gave birth and a bunch of strangers walk in the room smelling like their sheep saying, I can't believe it's true. The angels told us about this. In fact, Luke keeps using a word throughout his gospel, and the word is to marvel. And if we look at this root of this word, there's lots of noise and feelings and emotions around marveling, lots of excitement. But what's interesting, as Luke tells us that the shepherds are marveling about this amazing thing that they've seen, the shepherds leave and the shepherds go away and and what's interesting to me about marveling about this amazing gift of Jesus Christ being born is that I feel like the shepherds forgot that it happened in a few chapters Jesus begins his public ministry Right, And you would think that when Jesus shows up on the scene and starts healing people and doing things and teaching, that people would say, oh yeah, this is that baby that we marveled about. This is that thing that the angels sung about. There was all that commotion and noise. Don't you remember that night? But people didn't say that when Jesus started his ministry. They looked at Jesus and said, aren't you Joseph's? Son, you would think that they would have said, we've been waiting for you. We remember that loud night where we all marveled at your birth. But it seems that everyone has forgotten that in the noise and the commotion and the haste, that marveling may not have been the best way to open gifts. That Simone kids, I know that Trav really likes me right now, that maybe one at a time is better than everything happening at once. It's not true. You can open gifts any way you want. But Luke tells us there's another way to open the gift of Jesus. And we see it right there in verse 19. If you have your Bibles open, you can see it in Luke chapter 2, verse 19. Luke writes this. But, which is a great word, but Mary, but Mary treasured up all these things, pondering them in her heart. That maybe when opening up the gift of Jesus this morning, that Mary's response should be the one we must consider. Mary treasured up all these things, pondering them in her heart. It's almost as if in the middle of the noise, Mary sat quietly, treasuring up all these things and pondering them in her heart. These two words, treasured up and pondering, treasured up and pondering are words that we don't often find in Scripture. 
They're not used very often. In fact, Luke is the one that really only uses one of them in all of Scripture. And so I wanted to dive in a little deeper. What does it mean to ponder the birth of Christ? What does it mean to treasure up this gift? So real quickly, we'll look at these two words. One word, ponder. Mary pondered these things. The root of this word means to connect, to connect the dots. That as Mary heard what the shepherds were saying, as she heard them retell what the angels had told them, she started connecting things. She started connecting these truths to her everyday life. I think we can move through Christmas morning rather quickly, opening up the gifts, eating the danishes, having some family fun. But have we paused to ponder? Have we paused to connect this reality to our everyday life? I love what the angels told the shepherds. Paraphrasing it, they said, Fear not, God himself has come to save you. Fear not, God himself has come to save you. If you fear being accepted, fear not. God himself has come to be with you. If you fear that you're not good enough, fear not. God has come to you right where you are. If you fear being alone, fear not. God himself is with you. If you fear being loved, fear not. Because God loves you so much that he came for you. That on this Christmas morning, we can ponder the truth of Jesus Christ, Emmanuel, God with us, coming to rescue us. But the other word that Luke uses is treasure up. That Mary treasured up these things. Treasured up can mean sort of two things in the Greek. It can mean to relish or to savor. Trav just talked about savoring his Danish on the ride home from 7-Eleven. Trav and I eat a meal together every week. I have witnessed Travis's desire to savor his food. He eats very slowly, often making noises like, mmm, yes. My nickname in college was Hatch. Open the hatch and throw it down. I eat my food very quickly. In fact, very often my plate is empty and Travis is still moaning through his second bite of his sandwich. Treasuring up means we slow down. Treasuring up means we pause. And we savor the truth of God coming to rescue us. But treasure up can also mean to keep alive, to stoke like a fire. Treasure up can mean to keep a fire burning. When I was growing up at summer camp, one of our activities is we would be sent off into the woods for three days. You got a tin can, a match, and a plastic tarp. 
and you had to survive on your own. You had to boil water to purify it. You had to find food. You had to you know, find plants and animals to eat if you wanted to eat anything. And I remember having only one match, how important it was to keep that fire going. I woke up constantly through the night because I knew that if that fire died out, it would be a miserable three days. To treasure up the truth of Jesus Christ means we need to keep that truth going in our life. How can you keep the reality of Christmas going in your life? Scripture reading, prayer, worshiping together in church, being still and enjoying Sabbath rest. What rhythms help you stoke the fires of Christmas in your life? Yes, in the midst of the chaos, in the midst of all the loud marveling that was happen, happening, but Mary, Mary treasured up these things and Mary pondered them in her heart. I guess another Christmas question I have this morning is when do you take your tree down? When do you put your decorations away? My wife likes to have everything away by New Year's, and my boys and I love to burn our Christmas tree out in the fire pit. My mom, the tree would stay up well into February. Its needles mostly gone onto the carpet below but she didn't want to give up on the magic of Christmas. She liked to ponder its truth. She'd like to treasure up these things. And so even as we consider how we open our gifts on Christmas, let us consider how we open the gift of Jesus Christ. And may we, like Mary, take time to treasure up this truth, to ponder its reality Thank you for joining us today. Here at the Williamsburg Community Chapel, we are all about making disciples of Jesus Christ. So wherever you are on your spiritual journey, we are excited to help you connect to Christ and His community. Have a blessed day.